Hello, and thank you for joining on Boss Me the Podcast with your host, me, Kimberly Westmore. Come on in, come on in, come on in. Get comfortable, get ready to unboss, whether you're in your car, at home, vacuuming, washing dishes, whatever it is you're doing. I am so excited to get ready to unboss with you today. So let's go ahead and dig right in. Today, we're talking about being alone. So have you ever felt alone? Have you ever been in a situation where you felt hopeless, confused, helpless, or even out of control? Can you remember a time where you thought you had it all together? That day where you thought everything was okay, like everything was good, and then Troubles came along and all of a sudden, you lost your self-control. You lost your ability to address the problem yourself and it just left you feeling alone. So if that's the case, then let me tell you, you are not in your shoes alone. Honestly, I've been in those shoes and I know it's difficult. So what I want you to do is think about those times when you were walking to take your garbage out late at night and you hear something scurrying about so you kind of pick up the pace when you hear it because you're like I'm out here alone I am not going to take the time to figure out what that is scurrying you throw this stuff in the trash and you're just like there's no one here I'm just going to let you know that when I take the trash or when I have taken the trash out late at night I have a whole different walk than when I'm walking throughout the day. Because I can see everything in the daylight. During the day, people can see me. I don't have to hide from no dogs, no scurrying animals, or nothing jumping out of the trash can. But at night, at night, my catwalk is gone. That Miss America wave that I have when I'm at walking around, taking my garbage can, saying hey to everybody on the street, it's gone. Because I feel like I'm out there alone and I suddenly become Jackie Joyner Kersey. I'm sprinting to the house, maybe her in slow motion, but I'm getting there much quicker than I would in the daytime. Because I'm just going to be real. I feel afraid. I mean, I do. I feel afraid because I'm alone. I'm also going to just let you know this. I am not the character in the scary movie who is alone and hears something rattling and goes to see what it is. No, ma'am. I am that person who is going to make sure the door is locked, the windows are locked, and I have already devised a plan because whoever is out there or whatever is trying to get in the home that I get the victory, okay, if they bust through those doors or those windows. Yep. That's me. But in all of those situations, God has been with me. No matter if someone was outside or something was scurrying, God has been with me and he's kept me safe all the way through. But on a more serious note, I can remember a couple of years ago, uh, my mother and I, along with my daughters, we decided all to go on a trip to New York to go see family. I had my reservations, but I decided to go anyway. 
So we decided to leave at night so we could make it there in the morning and, you know, have all day to explore. Eat some pizza, try a couple subs, you know, just have a blast in the Big Apple. We were sitting there discussing our plans, what hotels we were going to stay in, what shops we were going to see. We were so excited. And about an hour and a half into our drive, something happened. I saw a dog cross the road. I will tell you that my mom said she didn't see the dog, but I saw the dog, okay? And I pressed the brakes abruptly, causing the car to spin around and hit the guardrail. That was the scariest moment I have ever experienced. I suddenly became helpless, hopeless. I no longer had control of the situation. I opened the car door to turn on the lights inside the car because the car wasn't moving at all. I believe that the engine dropped so that the car wouldn't blow up so it was no longer working. The only thing I could think to do was to keep the doors open so the lights would stay on while my mother grabbed our belongings and each of us grabbed one of my daughters out of the car. We decided to scurry across 95 and sit underneath the bridge uh, that was there. While sitting under the bridge, there's two gentlemen who stopped to make sure we were okay. As we were speaking to the 911 dispatcher, a number of 18-wheeler trucks passed by at a high rate of speed. And each time we continued to gasp for air because we were so afraid that one of those trucks was going to hit the car. And guess what? As we were sitting there, one of those 18-wheeler trucks T-boned my car and my car went flying into the trees I was floored I was scared I felt alone I couldn't think I had no idea what to do but at that moment at that very moment I was thanking God that my family was not in the car prior to the ambulance showing up there was a sheriff who made it to the scene and asked us a couple questions when the ambulance showed up and we were we were then taken to the hospital and in the hospital, of course, we were treated and discharged without a scratch. And thank God we were able to walk away from that. On our way out, the sheriff surprised us with our belongings. He collected as much as he could. He also told us that while my car was out there, people stopped by and were taking things out of the car. And he got what he could. We decided to go ahead and spend the night in the town we were in and I went the next morning to go and see if there were any belongings still left in the car and there were some pretty valuable items so thank God for that. When I looked at the car though it was crushed and totaled. I thought that could have been us if it wasn't for the blood of Jesus. God was there with us. He brought us through. And although I felt alone, God never left us. He never left me. From the beginning, he strategically, as he always does, placed people to help me. He put my mother there, who is always a superwoman. She remembered to grab our belongings, and she helped me grab my daughters. Then there was a gentleman and his friend who checked on us and waited with us until the emergency services showed up. And then he sent the sheriff, the sheriff who was the first one at the scene, 
who stayed with us while the police asked us what happened and surveillance the scene to ensure that our belongings were secure and brought them to us. My God, God never fails us. This is an example of one of my tests that I've experienced in life. What test are you facing where you feel like you're alone and you are uncertain? Whatever it is, I'm here to tell you that you are not alone. No matter what it is, it could be a tragic car accident, the loss of a job, the loss of a loved one, the loss of a relationship, your health. Maybe your health is declining. Maybe it makes you feel helpless. Maybe those things make you feel like you have no control. But what I would like you to know is that his promise still stands. God is so faithful. In 1 Chronicles chapter 28, verse 20, David tells Solomon, be strong and courageous and get to work. Don't be frightened by the size of the task. For the Lord, my God, is with you. He will not forsake you. So my friend, don't be afraid or frightened by the size of the task. Because why? The Lord, our God, is with you. And he will never forsake you. He will see it that everything is finished correctly exactly the way it's supposed to be this is true for us no matter what task you have you're not alone no matter how big or small fear may try to creep in there and immobilize you but get started to do what you need to do to get out of the space of fear because God is with you you are not alone as parents we want the best for our children We are there to pick them up when they fall, to wipe their tears when they cry, to give the guidance so that they won't fail. But just like our kids are not alone, we aren't alone either. Because guess what? God, our Father, is with us at all times. Maybe you're in a marriage that isn't going the way you thought it would. You feel like you're giving 110%. Striving to be the Proverbs 31 woman, the woman who is virtuous, who's faithful, has reverence, strong, has the endurance. You're well-rounded, you're charitable, you're the provider, you dress well, you're a good wife, you're honorable, you're wise, you're kind, good mother, and you're praiseworthy. And last but never least, you fear of the Lord. But your spouse, your spouse is still out in the world, leaving you to feel you are alone. But listen, just like Nabal's wise wife, Abigail, in Samuel chapter 25, you will see she managed her household well in spite of her husband, and she even interceded for him. Pray for your spouse. You are not alone. God is waiting for you. Maybe you have been laid off your job and you're having trouble making ends meet. But just like God provided the widow and her son with food as well as Elijah until the drought was over, he'll provide it for you. Whatever drought you have right now will not last long, my friend. It will not last long because you are not alone. 
Pick up your head. If you lost your job, work on your resume. Use your resources. You are not alone. God is with you. Listen, let me let you in on a little secret. Get your resume reviewed. Apply to jobs. And guess what? That's one of my expertise. I would love for God to use my gifts in order to help you. Help you to improve your resume so that you can secure your next job. I challenge you to email me on my website at embossingme.com. Let me know what you need. And I'm here to help you with your job search. Boom. Just like that. We have no excuse to feel like we're alone. God strategically places us where we need to be. He'll put people in place to help us. Maybe your health is declining and the doctors don't know how to treat it. Remember, you're not alone. God is with you. Call on God. He knows our needs even before we come to him. Know that he is here for you. You may even feel alone or isolated because of something that is lurking from your past. But understand this, although we are feeling scared and isolated, we must never give up. Our past is not who we are. We must pave the way for the future. Like Moses, we need to continue our kingdom walk no matter how dark our past is. Exodus chapter 2 verse 22 tells us Moses and Zipporah had a baby and named him Gershom, which means foreigner because Moses said he is a stranger in a foreign land. During this time, Moses was escaping punishment for killing an Egyptian for knocking a Hebrew to the ground. He went to Midian and he became a stranger in a foreign land. He was separated from his family and his home. But the word foreigner indicates that during the time, Moses felt alone. He felt like he wasn't a part of Midian. But God put the woman at the well while Moses was there for a drink of water. And that interaction secured a home for him with Jephro, who invited him in his home and mentored him and gave him a wife, his daughter named Zipporah. Throughout this time, although it took Moses many years after he left his home for him to return back to his home, He trusted God instead of fearing what the king would do to him because he killed the Egyptian, although he felt alone. Although he felt alone, God gave him all the resources he needed in order for him to be equipped to go back to lead the people to the promised land. So I want to let you in on another secret. Come on close. Come on on in and get this. Keep the faith like Moses. He kept the faith when he felt like a foreigner. He kept the faith. God was right there with him. And God is going to be with you in whatever you do. My husband's job requires us to move frequently. The first few times I decided to stay behind in my hometown while he was away. During those times, I felt alone. But God kept me all the way through. Because God is with us at home, he is with us in situations with our spouses, our children, jobs, our finances, our relationships. He's omnipotent. 
meaning he has unlimited power. He's omnipresent, meaning he is everywhere. God is everywhere. Why should we ever feel alone? He is right there with you. So don't give up because he will never leave you or forsake you. Listen, the temporary benefits of popularity on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, whatever it is, let it go. You do not have to pin on these things to make you feel like someone is there for you. You do not have to pay to boost your likes with God like you do on those social media streams. You do not have to pay for the visibility with him because he is right there with you. You are not alone. Even in the darkest hour, don't be blinded by the temporary feeling of belonging. Know that God is with you and with God, you will have a long range of benefits. God always provides. When Moses complained to God that he was not an orator, God gave him his brother Aaron to speak for him. Listen, God fills the gaps at all times. So what gap can God fill for you today in order for you not to feel alone? What is making you feel so lonely that you're yearning for that sense of belonging? If it's money, if it's a relationship, a job, Whatever it is, I encourage you to pray about it and ask him to lead the way in order to fill the gap, in order to fill that void, because he will not allow you to face it alone. Psalm 120 verse 1 tells us to call the Lord in our distress and he answers us. Call on him and let him know your need. When the trouble comes your way, do not feel like you have to accomplish it alone. Isaiah chapter 43 verse 2 tells us, When you go through deep waters, I will be with you. There is nothing big or small. I encourage you to walk with him. He will not leave you. When Jesus was crucified in Matthew chapter 27 verse 46, he said, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? God went against his own promise to forsake his only son for our sins. There is no greater love than that. He did that for us. He did that so you would know that you are never alone. So if you're feeling lonely right now, remember God's promise to us that he will never leave us or forsake us because he loved us so much that he forsook his only begotten son, Jesus Christ. His promise is specifically for you. Remember, we were created by God. He breathed life into us. When you are feeling alone, know that he is there. Talk to him. Let him know your trials and tribulations. Ask Christ to increase in you as you decrease in yourself to fill you up so you will never feel alone, so you will never fill that void, so you will know that he is there through any trial or tribulation you may face. Listen, you will look all over and you may not be able to find anybody. You can probably look high and low and you probably still can't find nobody. But let me tell you, like the song says, there is nobody greater. There is nobody greater than God. I've had such a great time sharing with you. But if you would like to get more updates regarding Unboss Me, 
feel free to follow me on Instagram at unboss underscore me or Facebook at unboss me the podcast. And don't forget, if you would like me to review your resume, please feel free to log into my website at unbossingme.com and send me a quick email and I'll take a look at it and get back with you. That is only for this week. So do not miss out. Share, tell a friend. This is an awesome opportunity. So now I encourage you to accept the fact that you're not alone because God is always with you. And with that, I give you the challenge. The challenge to be still, let go, and let God. The challenge to unbox.